good day or good night. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Cray Cray for Christ. Today we are going to dig a little deeper into what it means to blaspheme the Holy Spirit. After listening to the previous episode, someone asked me, how do you know when you blaspheme the Holy Ghost? And honestly, my answer was not what I wanted it to be, so I knew I needed to provide some clarity. Last week I said, and I quote, you will not be forgiven if you insult or curse the Holy Spirit and in any way associate the Holy Spirit with works of evil. But what does that mean? Blaspheming against the Holy Spirit is any sin that someone does not want to give up, confess, or ask for forgiveness. And because this is something that he or she does willfully, he or she does not want to hear any more about why this is wrong from the Holy Spirit. So it becomes unforgivable simply because you do not desire forgiveness. Because the Bible says in 1 John 1 verse 9, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. See, we are all God's children. And like any parent, he wants to save us. Ezekiel 33 verse 11 says, Say to them as I live, says the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked. But that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn, turn from your evil ways. For why should you die, O house of Israel? We have been warned. We have been instructed to seek God's face and turn from our wicked ways. And if we refuse to do so, whatever happens is on us. And as much as sometimes people blame God for taking someone from them, just imagine the look he'd have if we could see his face. Imagine how unappreciated he'd feel knowing that he tolerated constant disrespect and humiliation from either you or the person themselves and not one time did he hear, I am sorry. You want to blame God? Blame him for loving you too much. Blame him for protecting you because it could have been you. Blame him for being merciful because he is saddened by the fact that you sin every day yet have the audacity to come before him and curse him for being nothing but good to you. God is the creator, the healer, the miracle worker, and so much more, but he is also the parent. He is the parent of all parents. So many times we look at the physical, the mental, the emotional, but all that means nothing if we can't see the spiritual. He was a good guy. She didn't do anything to anyone. Is that true? What about God? Maybe it's not what she did, but what she didn't do. Maybe it's something you refuse to do. Repent. God has a soft spot for all of us and any sin of which we repent will truly be forgiven. Mark 3:28-29 Truly I say to you that all sins will be forgiven the sons of men and whatever blasphemies they blaspheme but whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit has no forgiveness forever but is guilty of an everlasting sin. Jesus described the work of the Holy Spirit by saying that when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment in John 16 verse 8. Because God knows that we blaspheme every day. But it is his spirit that works on us to bring us to repentance and salvation. Therefore, blaspheming against the Holy Spirit is rejecting the gospel by refusing to repent and placing our trust in Jesus for salvation. So every time we go to the altar and walk away knowing that the Spirit of God is calling us to repentance, we are bringing ourselves a step closer to blaspheming the Holy Spirit. I found this online and I believe this is a really good example. It says, imagine that you bully people. 
and you have been told again and again that you are a bully. Now you're married and your spouse experiences your behavior and tells you the same thing. And deep down you know they're alright, but as the years go by you keep telling yourself the problem is not with you but with everyone else. Since you refuse to listen, by the time you're old nobody tries to tell you anymore because they all know your heart is hardened against the truth. That is like blaspheming against the Holy Spirit. You know deep down that you are a sinner in need of God's forgiveness, but you harden your heart. You harden your heart against God's voice over and over again, and so it goes until the day you die. But then it is too late to repent because you have finally defied the voice of the Holy Spirit. You know they say that it is possible that God might stop speaking to someone just before they die because repeatedly they have refused to turn to Jesus for salvation. So if an unbeliever continues to reject Christ and his salvation and then dies in unbelief, he or she loses the opportunity to be forgiven and saved. Paul was a blasphemer and a prosecutor of God's people, but he repented and was forgiven. Even many who had previously rejected Christ and even cursed his name eventually came to repent, believe in him, and love him. The Pharisees and scribes blasphemed against the Holy Spirit when they said Jesus performed works of the devil after he healed a demon-possessed man by casting the demon out by the Spirit of God, and they dwelled on that idea. But Jesus strongly told them that to blaspheme the Spirit was an everlasting sin. See, God does not tolerate disrespect. Disrespect who you want to disrespect, but not the God who created you and can rid this earth of you. God forgives us for every wrong that we do as long as we repent. Last week we said that suicide is unforgivable because you cannot repent. And now we are saying that blasphemy is unforgivable because you refuse to repent. Just look at that. I mean, God is very considerate. He forgives us for everything as long as we want forgiveness as long as we are able to ask for forgiveness he is so thoughtful it is about time we realize that